Here comes the money. You're now listening to the Gambling with Gold podcast with Jason Gold. Presented by Champions Round. What is going on? My name is Jason Gold. This is Dan Titus. We are here to talk about all the NFL futures that you need to be betting on right now before we head into the season. We are two weeks away from the Hall of Fame game. Dan, how are we doing on this Monday, July 18th? Doing great, man. Just trying to uh, get ready for the season, man. I finally got a break from NBA now that the summer league's over. So now it's like full throttle NFL props and divisionals, conference championships, all this stuff. So yeah, man, this is a great season. Love, love NFL preseason. So last week we got a little taste. I had my first draft. So Scott Fishbowl obviously kicked off for fantasy. And then we had our FSGA draft uh, for fantasy also. And then at the end of the week, I put Steffi Smalls on the case for our props uh, sportsbook league with FSGA. We'll talk about those bets that she made a little bit later. Break some of them down. I may be giving her a little shit on some of the ones that she took over for me. <laughs> but she did make some really nice picks, but it'll be good content regardless. But let's start off at the top. I want to go through the teams that we think that we can win the Super Bowl this year for people that are thinking about maybe they go to Vegas over the summer before the season starts. They want to put some money down on a future for a team to win the Super Bowl. I don't want them putting some slapdick money on the Houston Texans to win the Super Bowl at plus 10 million. Ain't going to happen. Let's give them some realistic teams that can win the Super Bowl this year. I'm going to read through the list that I have from DraftKings right now. Basically just yes or no, can they win the Super Bowl this year? Maybe a little bit of a reason why. Sound good? Sounds good. All right. Buffalo Bills plus 600. Yes for me. Yes for me. I mean, I don't think we need to talk too much about that. Josh Allen probably in the, going to be in the running for MVP. This team got better. Um, they replaced um, they replaced their wide receivers with better ones than Jameson Crowder. Gabe Davis is about to go off. Um, and then they drafted James Cook. So I think this team offensively got a lot better, and they didn't lose anything on defense. So I think that they could certainly make a case for uh, a championship this year. Yeah, I like Khalil Shakir a lot also. Talk about him maybe a little bit later as a Rookie of the Year candidate. Um you know, love their coaching staff, love their continuity. Bringing in a guy like Von Miller on the defense is going to do wonders for them. I love their first-round cornerback, Kyrie Elam. Certainly a place that they needed to upgrade as well. I think that they did well in the draft. Certainly well-positioned to be a favorite coming into this season. A couple other ones off the top of the board. Tampa Bay Buccaneers at plus 700. I think that obviously they can win. They have Tom Brady. But I don't feel as good about them as I do some teams down the board. And considering that they're the second favorite right now, I'm actually a little surprised to see them at a plus 700. Yeah, I don't know why they're there. I'm not going to put my money on Tampa Bay just because I have questions about the rehabilitation of Chris Godwin and where that's at. He, uh, Tom Brady obviously lost Gronk, um, so it, it seems like he's officially retired. But, you know, I think that there's too much – there's not a lot of improvement on this Tampa Bay team outside of, you know, re-signing um, – actually, none of re-signing of, of uh, Leonard Fournette. They gave him more money, but either way – their, their offensive line questions still continue going into this season. And so, you know, I don't think, I think we can expect some regression out of the Tampa Bay Bucks. Just the good thing about them is that they're in a really bad division. So I, I could see them still making the playoffs, obviously, and they're going to probably be a 10 win team. But, you know, I, I don't see them getting out of the NFC here once it comes playoff time. I have serious questions about the Tampa Bay Buccaneer, yeah, Buccaneers this season. And, I'm a little worried about Tom Brady, the guy who retires and then unretires. I know there was a lot going on behind the scenes. It just doesn't seem like it's, I just don't get the vibes. You know what I mean? 
I just don't mm-hmm. feel like everyone's on the same page there in Tampa Bay. They have a lot of issues on the offensive line. Chris Godwin, don't know when he's going to be back. Mike Evans will still be great, but we don't know what's a tight end. The running back situation, okay, Fournette's been really good for them, but their offensive line is now way worse. Is he now going to be more like he was in Jacksonville and he's going to be a drain on your team instead of an addition? I don't know. Uh, I So we're going to talk about season-long uh, player props a little bit later, but I might as well throw up my favorite one on the board right now. Tom Brady under 4,650 and a half passing yards. I know he led the league last year. I know he's gone over this in his first two years in Tampa Bay. However, the first year he barely cracked over this. I think this team's going to have to lean on their running a little bit more. I don't love the receivers as much. Obviously, they lost Gronk, and we don't know what to do with Godwin is. No AB anymore. We're all high on Russell Gage this year and think he'll do well. Uh, yeah, I have serious questions about Tampa Bay this year. Let's remember He's 45 years old. At some point, the wheels are going to fall off a little bit. I don't think he's going to throw for another 5,300 yards this year. And he has a little bit more conservative coach in Todd Bowles. I know Bruce Arians not being there is going to probably bring down their passing yardage a little bit. Uh, so Tom Brady under 4,650 and a half passing yards, probably my best season-long prop of the season. I don't it's hard for me to bet against Brady, no matter what his age is or what the situation is. Like, I think he's done more with less in the past, but stay away from me. But I understand where your angle is coming from. All right, let's get to a couple of these other ones on the board. Green Bay Packers plus a thousand Chiefs plus a thousand Rams plus eleven hundred and Chargers plus fourteen hundred. I don't think that the Packers can win the Super Bowl this year. Uh, The other three, sure. I, I the Rams can go back to back. They're certainly talented enough. I wouldn't bet on it. Wouldn't be my favorite one, just because going back to back is so impossible. Uh, Chargers at plus fourteen hundred. You're probably losing some value there at this point, but because they're just so hot in the market right now. But between Staley, who I love as a head coach, who I think will be a lot better in year two, having learned all the experiences from year one, the additions that they made on the defense, and Herbert in year three, obviously is an MVP candidate. I think they're prime for a big time run this year. And the Chiefs, yeah. They lost Tyreek Hill, but they still have the best quarterback in the NFL. So, yes, they can absolutely win the Super Bowl this season. I agree with you. Um, I don't I'm not a believer in the Packers only because I don't know what the offense is really going to look like. I think the Minnesota Vikings are going to give them uh, they're definitely going to make them sweat this year. I think the Vikings are going to be a lot better. So um, to, to just assume that there's going to be an easy path to uh, the the uh, the Super Bowl for the Packers. Uh, I think we, we got to pump the brakes there on the Rams. They're not much has changed. You know, they lost their offensive coordinator who is now with the Minnesota Vikings. So um, I'm expecting some regression from Cooper cup. I don't think he's going to be the triple crown uh, winner that he was last year, but this team is certainly still poised to uh, make a run for it. So I, I like the odds on, on the Rams chargers. I'm with you. I think Staley's going to have to learn from a lot of the mistakes he made last year, very aggressive on fourth down, probably overly aggressive, dial that back a little bit more, play a little bit smarter, they beefed up their defense. Their offensive line is already stellar. They already have the weapons on offense with a, a potential QB uh, that can win the MVP. So I'm, I'm all in on the Chargers as well. I think that's that's a good bet. Agree with you that you may be able to find better value throughout the season with them, just to, just because you know they're in a tough division. So you know I, I could I think some of these better teams, you know, I mean <laughs> honestly, all four of the teams in that division could probably go to the Super Bowl. Um, but I it's just going to have to see like how it shakes out uh, in the divisional matchups, but I really like the chargers. And then same goes for the Kansas city chiefs. It's hard to bet against Mahomes. They, you know, barely, barely skated by to get to the, uh, the AFC championship game or sorry to get to the, um, 
uh, to get past the Bills there. But, you know, it, I, I don't know if you can re- replicate that, but I don't think that Tyreek Hill, it's certainly going to miss. They're certainly going to miss him. But, you know, they they tooled up with MVS. They have Juju Smith-Schuster. They have plenty of weapons around that Patrick Mahomes can throw to. My question, Mark, is really in the running back room. We haven't seen a lot out yep. of Ronald Jones. CEH, who knows what we're going to get out of him. I think he's more of a scat back now. Um, so can they generate enough uh, run game to sustain that passing offense? I think they'll figure it out. Andy Reid's a good head coach. They already have a Super Bowl ring. I, I'd bet on the Chiefs as well. Yeah, it also, look, their offensive line is obviously a lot better than two years ago. It was good enough last year. It got it done. You can find any running back to come in off the street if one of those two guys goes down that can be relatively exactly. productive. I mean, you saw guys like like Dante Foreman did last year who can come in and you know rush for a buck fifty in a game. So it's just about a matter of commitment and who you're playing defensively and how well your offensive line is playing. So that doesn't concern me all too much. Uh definitely like the Chiefs' chances this year, but at a plus a thousand, I think there are probably better bets on the board. I wanted to mention one thing that you said on the Chargers that that was really interesting. Can you get better value on them? later in the season. There's a lot of these teams that you're going to be able to, and, and I think Warren Sharp makes this point really well, look at their schedules. If they have an right. easy schedule, yeah, you might want to grab the number now. If it's tough early on, but you still really like the team, maybe wait a little bit. The Chargers, I had the same thought. So plus 1,400. They're the sixth favorite. I feel like I'm going to get a plus 2,000 at some point during the season. Right. Okay, so go go look at their schedule. Go look at week one. Okay, they're They're home to the Raiders. We think that the Chargers are a better team than the Raiders, but okay. So probably want to know. Then they go to Kansas City. Call that a loss because it's Thursday night. Then they have the Jaguars, the Texans, the Browns without Deshaun Watson. Then they play the Broncos. Tough game. And then they have the Seahawks and the Falcons. This team is going to start like 6-2. and two. I don't know if there is value in waiting. I had the same idea, but given the fact that what I just read, I, I don't know. Maybe that 1,400 is the right number. I'm a little confused on what to do there in terms of getting the best number in the market. Yeah, it's a great question. It's a great, you, you pose a great question because I think, you know, I probably should have said at the onset, obviously strength of schedule matters. Take a look at, see where the opportunities are to get, if there's an early part of the schedule for the better teams, jump on that now, because then as the, the season wears on, you know, they might see some losses and you'll lose that value. Um, I think that that six and two to start the season for the Chargers sounds right. Um there's always going to be surprises, of course, but you know, I think yeah. in, in terms of the Chargers, it probably does make sense to buy now and then see how that, you know, maybe that can trans maybe you can have a, a cash out opportunity through those first eight games or you know, see it through and 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 potentially you have the best value on the board because you grabbed it so early. But you know, I think that you could say if you if you think the Broncos and Russell Wilson are gonna be that good, you know, they might have, I think they have a pretty tough schedule to start off, um, as well as the Chiefs. So maybe you wait on those types of teams um, and, and then buy later. Let me see what the Broncos schedule looks like to start off. Because another team, so they're plus 1,600, a little bit down market here. Uh, yeah, plus 1,600 tied with the 49ers. That's our next batch of teams. Uh, I definitely think that both of those teams can win the Super Bowl. Broncos, for sure, they definitely have the talent. Just a matter of how Wilson is integrated. I still think they're the third best team in that division, but wouldn't be yeah. surprised if they – play really well also let's see what uh their new head coach has going on he's never been a head coach before so something to watch out for and the 49ers i mean we're, we're back to the same shit it's all can they stay healthy and what is trey lance and if trey lance yeah, isn't there what does jimmy give you so i don't know but i'm not gonna bet against kyle shanahan the guy's a fucking genius 
He's gotten there numerous times over the last several of years. And I, to me, it's a stay away for now just because I don't know what that QB situation looks like. Jimmy Garoppolo is still on the team. He's apparently getting healthier. He's throwing already in in, in practice. So I, are we ushering in the Trey Lance era too early? I think he's going to end up being the quarterback by week one. But until that happens, I really can't make a move on the Niners without that. And plus, Debo is still not happy. So if you, you have your star player that still is waiting for his – his magical bag that he wants um, a lot of volatility on this team uh, heading into the season. So I say that to say, if this is still, you know, QB, a QB carousel by week one, you know, maybe there's going to be some time you can buy the Niners as the season progresses as well. Um, but they're, I think that their division is a lot weaker than it was last year. Russell Wilson's gone, you know, so the Seahawks are a shell of what they used to be and, and the Arizona Cardinals. We know we love to fade Cliff Kingsbury, <laughs> but, Yep. You know, their team is also a disaster. So it's really just the Rams and them. So I can't really discount them. But, you know, I think right now buying into them is, is a little bit too premature for me. All right. I have two more. You know what? I'm just going to read through the rest of the list. You tell me teams that you think cannot win the Super Bowl here. Dallas? Okay. Yes or no? Uh, No, they can't. Okay. I'm out on them too. Ravens, I think we both talked about. We think they're a big bounce back for the Ravens. I definitely think the Ravens can win yep. the Super Bowl this year. Bengals, I would say yes if everything yep. breaks right. I would I would generally think that they're going to have a little regression this year. But Burroughs kind of maybe in that Brady mode where you're just never going to count them out. They can definitely win the Super Bowl. Uh, Indianapolis Colts, I would probably say no. Yeah, I lean no. I lean no. Yeah. I just I, I like Matt Ryan, but is Matt Ryan yeah, going through yeah, every quarterback in the AFC? <laughs> yeah, that's a okay. t- that's tough, sleddy man. Like they're like, you know, I probably put them as like sixth, fifth or sixth right now in the division, and they're not even close to the top tier of those the, the real teams that are going to get that are going to be competing for it, the championship. The AFC is just so got, you're going to go have to go through Herbert, Mahomes, Allen, all these guys, and like they all have to Russell Wilson, they all have to go through each other. I, yeah, unless the Colts get some sort of break like the Bengals got last year, where that basically they only have to win one game versus an elite quarterback. But yeah, I don't know. Tough sledding. Eagles plus twenty five hundred. I think both you and I are high on the Eagles. I don't know if they can win a Super Bowl, but at plus twenty five hundred, midway through the board, I think there's probably decent value there on them to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, I have them winning the division. So if they can get yeah. the right playoff setup, I certainly think that they can make a run to get there. Okay, now I'm at the part where I, I don't think any of the teams can win the Super Bowl. I think this might be the last team, but it obviously depends on the suspension. This is Deshaun Watson, if he's playing, they can definitely win a Super Bowl, but 30 to 1 plus 3,000 on the Browns. Uh, after that, it's the Titans, no. Cardinals, no. Raiders, Raiders at 40 to 1. I mean, maybe if everything breaks right, but probably not. They're the fourth best team in their division. Yeah. Yeah, but they could also still surprise, though. I mean, I think Derek Carr for MVP and or leading the league in passing yards is Ooh. very compelling because of the the addition of Devontae Adams. Like, as much as you want to – I don't know. Derek Carr has just always been one of those guys that, like, has never been popular, um, although he continues to go to work. Like, he has multiple 4,000-yard seasons. He's never had a receiver as good as Devontae Adams. I don't have a, a great amount of trust in their run game. Like, they didn't re-sign Josh Jacobs, but – I think that they're ready to sling the rock and Derek Carr is a good quarterback. He doesn't take a lot of risks. Um, his interceptions have been down. He still needs to chill out with the fumbling. 
um, because he's got those small hands. And I, I don't know why he just keeps on putting the ball on the ground there. But I don't know, man. I think he's going to have a phenomenal season. So I wouldn't be surprised if they're the dark horse that actually surprises in this division. And maybe we see the Chargers dial it back a little bit. Um, that's just going to be a really tough division, man. I have no idea what can happen, but they're all, I mean, those are, could be like top five teams in the AFC, but it can't happen just because they're all in the same division, but talent wise, it's, it's, it's definitely there. Uh, let's go down the list a little bit more dolphins. I like Mike McDaniel no. a lot to it to a winning a fucking Super Bowl, So that's out. <laughs> uh, Saints team Saints plus 40, <laughs> the, Saints plus 4,500. They have the defense to do it. I don't believe in Jameis or some of those offensive pieces. We don't know if Kamara is going to get suspended. I don't know what to think about Dennis Allen, so I'm probably out on that. Minnesota plus 4,500. Do I think that Kirk Cousins can win a Super Bowl? No. Do I think there's value at 45 to 1 on the Vikings right now? You're goddamn right I do. I would bet that (laughs) number at plus 4,500. I'm with you. I'm, I'm high on Justin Jefferson this year, Dalvin Cook, all the skill positions for the the Minnesota Vikings. Their defense – while they're losing the pedigree of Mike Zimmer, uh, I think that they're they're changing direction and going more offensive uh, minded is certainly the way to go. And I, I think they can certainly compete for a title this year. Patriots plus 5,000. No. Commanders plus 7,000. No. Steelers Hell plus no. 9,000. Steelers plus 9,000. Probably not. Although I love that defense enough where maybe you can make a case against me, but Trubisky Pickett. I, there's no way. There's no way their off, their offensive line isn't land. good enough to hold up for the long term. Um, despite how favorable their strength of schedule is, uh, and, and the yeah. fact that they don't have to travel much, I think that's certainly gonna they're gonna steal some victories there. But uh, going the long long term view, I don't think they're gonna hold up. Like, do I think that that number at some point during the season will be less than plus nine thousand? Yeah, I do. I, I think there's a chance they have a good little run in them, but. I'm not trying to fade or buy after I get a better value there, but there's no, I, I'm not trading that ticket in the market. What am I going to go on? Like prop swap and go give out my 90 to one. Who the fuck's buying my, my 91 ticket on the Steelers? Not happening. So if there's start no out, value, they start out five and oh, then you get rid of it. <laughs> yeah. I just don't know if there's any value created in the market by doing that. Giants plus 13,000. Look, I think the Giants can have a much better season. I'd probably take a lot of their overs on futures, but they ain't winning a Super Bowl. Panthers, no. Jaguars, no. Jets, I mean, Jets, no, but no. at least they're compelling. I mean, led by Mr. Milf Hunter himself having a fucking time out there. <laughs> uh, Lion, great. <laughs> Lions plus 15,000. I mean, I would love to see Dan Campbell win a Super Bowl. That would be awesome. He's going to have You'd a lion off, off his left arm. That one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Seattle, no. Chicago, no. Atlanta, no. Houston, no. So I think we're at it. I don't know how many teams we just uh, thought that could win the Super Bowl, but it's not a lot. No, it's really just the top, probably the top eight, probably the top eight teams I think are the most interesting. And by design, those are the odds on favorites. But um, I think there's certainly going to be value on some of these teams as the season wears on. Um, You know, injuries happen, of course. Uh, Situational changes, you know contract disputes all that stuff kind of weighs into these uh into these predictions here so it's going to be interesting once it comes to week one uh how this all shakes out but i think the ones that we discussed at the top were, were certainly the ones to target all right i want to go into some coach of the year stuff offensive and defensive rookie of the year and then comeback player of the year kind of get your general thoughts on how you would want to attack that market so let's start with coach of the year are there specific guys that you're targeting or is there a plan of action and how you would go about it because 
traditionally this award is given to guys that are generally new head coaches, usually in year one or two, that have these massive win jumps. Guys that go from five wins to 11 wins, something like that. So is that the way you want to play it? Or is there a team that you just think is going to have a breakout this year where the coach is going to get you know a lot of credit for what they've done? Uh, generally speaking, I'd say that you're right. It, it is the ones that find a new destination and have a surge in victories. So, you know, what team has the biggest growth opportunity is really what I'm looking at. I think the I think the Miami Dolphins are one of those teams. I think that the despite the Bills being the odds on favorite to, to win the AFC, I think that the, the Miami Dolphins could still make a significant jump enough to uh, warrant Mike McDaniel to possibly be an option here. And he's the He's the second shortest odds at plus 1600 right now. Uh, Josh McDaniels is interesting to me, mainly because he has a lot of name notoriety and the Raiders with the way that they've been in the market that they're in, if they could over, if they could finish second in the division, I think that there's certainly going to be a case or win the division. I think there's certainly going to be a case for him um, at plus 1800. Doug Peterson. Is that before on, before you jump to Doug Peterson, sorry. On on McDaniel's is the plus eighteen hundred. Do are you just gonna bet if you wanted to bet it just across the board on all Raiders stuff? So the Derek Carr over passing touchdowns, over That's passing yards to be MVP. Devonta Adams like offensive player of the year. McDaniel's coach of the year. Over on win totals, Super Bowl, all to win the division, like all that stuff across the board. Because in theory, they're all correlated. And if you're right on one, yeah, you're probably gonna be right on more than one. Uh, I'm wondering if that's a good angle to attack any team that you are high on or low on is just to kind of just go across the board. Yeah, it's a good point. Uh, I think it's, it's certainly, it, it definitely correlates. Am I willing to do it yet? So I don't know that I'm ready to pull the trigger on like a Devonte Adams offensive player of the year. I, I think yeah. there's so many weapons there that Derek Carr could still have a phenomenal season and Josh McDaniels could still win coach of the year. Even if Devonte Adams doesn't have the expected, you know, Packers type of performance in production. So, um, but I, I think in theory, it, yes, it does make sense. Certainly the quarterback with the, with the coach of the year, I think that correlation definitely tracks. Um, so the other one, the McDaniels, yeah, McDaniels, sorry, so McDaniels, McDaniels plus over win total plus like odds to make the playoff plus a sprinkle on them to win the division. Like that feels yeah. like probably the yeah. right place. Right. Right. Okay. Right. Absolutely. And I All mean right. that you parlay right, now, those together that the value on that is crazy. <laughs> Yeah, give me uh, give me the Doug Peterson one. Yeah, so Doug Peterson, I think, is interesting. the The Jaguars' win total right now is at six and a half, and just going through their schedule, you know, I think that they, I, I see a number of teams on here that I think that they could pull, they could pull off victories over. So I, I do like their over six and a half, and that's a team that no one, they've been talked about in fantasy, but not really talked about in real life. But I think Doug Peterson has the, the coaching pedigree but also the quarterback to propel him to get into this conversation. Trevor Lawrence was not that good in year one, obviously, because Urban Meyer was his head coach. But uh, Doug Peterson is a quarterback's coach at heart. Like, that's where this guy got his start. And we saw him propel people like Nick Foles to a championship and Carson Wentz going through that whole situation. Um, I think that this is certainly going to be a, a good pick. He's in, They're in a really bad division. Um, so I, I think that there's opportunity to pot- potentially steal some wins there. Um, but also, you know, I just think that this team is going to take the next step up. They invested in their in their offense. They invested in their defense. You know, they they got Aiden Hutchinson there. They got, or I'm sorry, they got a uh, Trayvon um, Trayvon Walker there. They 
they already had a decent defense before that. It's just their offense was was awful. So I, I think that they addressed the right the right pieces for Doug Pearson to step in them and take them from you know a horrible team to a you know middle 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 of the road team. And if they can even sneak into the playoffs, I think that's a sure bet um, because I don't think anyone expects that from the Jaguars. I, I like the Doug Peterson one. I, I think he's going to do great things. I think there is a case to be made for the Jaguars over win totals. I think there's a case to be made for the Jaguars potentially to make the playoffs. I think that them to win the AFC South, where the Titans are and the Colts with Matt Ryan, I mean, maybe. I I think the Jaguars are in a very interesting bet across the board uh, in yeah. that division, given what else is going on. I think that my... My angle on coach of the year is very similar to yours. I'm looking for those new guys. I like the McDaniels one. I love Mike McDaniel. Yeah. And I can see it because his offense is going to change so much of what they do that he may get a lot of credit for it. I just don't necessarily trust the rest of that team. I love the Doug Peterson one. The one that I really want, I think I talked about it last time, but the Vikings across the board bet and Kevin O'Connell coach of the year plus yeah, 2,000. That, that's, that's a really good along one. With along with the over eight and a half wins and then to plus two sixty five to win in the division, Justin Jefferson, offensive player of the year, uh, Kirk cousins to lead the league in passing Kirk cousins, MVP, maybe that's the one I believe in the least. <laughs> oh. I, I, if I'm going all the way in, that would be my all the yeah. way in bet. But I do think that Kirk, yeah. you know, to pass over his passing or total, whatever. Uh, I think those could be good bets. So Kevin O'Connell plus 2000, is the one that kind of stands out to me, but the Peterson one, I think would be my second pick here down the board. I don't really see anyone. I love um, the the one that stands out is like the maybe would be Eberfus. If he somehow does something with that bears offense, even though he's a defensive minded coach, if Justin Fields plays out of his mind, you know, maybe mm-hmm. there's something there, but I don't necessarily believe in what the bears have going on. The other one, and I think this is probably selfish me, but like if, Arthur Smith does anything productive with the Falcons, a team that everybody thinks is going to win four games this year. The division sucks, right? Like outside of Tampa Bay, there's no good teams. If Atlanta was somehow able to pull off like a random nine win season and sneak into the playoffs, he's, he has the longest odds on the board right now. I don't know. Maybe that's that's a lot. of. This might be a Mariota love thing. I don't know. That's yeah. That, that might be a lot of faith in your ducks there. Um, Man, I was just about to say, like, I was gonna, I was gonna bet them to have the worst record in the NFL. So, I, it's <laughs> hard for me to Perfect. have faith in Arthur Smith. Uh, I think right now that's at plus four hundred. Uh, I think that's the second shortest odds to uh, be the worst team in the NFL. I just don't see where they have the pieces. Like, unless they get another playmaker, like at the at the eleventh hour, uh, I think this team's gonna be bad, man. I just. Marcus Mariota can't stay healthy. And when he's had a chance, he's always been like a middle of the road. Like his accuracy isn't that great. Um, he is dynamic and maybe he's learned a lot, you know, playing as a backup, but I don't think he's going to last throughout the season. Eventually they're going to turn to Desmond Ritter. Uh, who knows if he's ready. They just don't have enough weapons to get it done. And their defense was awful last year. So like, I, I where, where do they get better? I, I just don't see it. So I, yeah. I mean, unless I Arthur Smith is like the guru of all gurus here. I would love to see it happen just to, to, to add more chaos to that division. But um, it's just hard for me to get, get my arms around that one. Fair enough. All right. I want to move over to comeback player of the year here for a second and pose this question. Do you believe that comeback player of the year is an award that is given to a player who is coming off of an injury? That's generally where I go. When I think of comeback player of the year, I think of a good player who got injured, came back and had a great season. However, 
a lot of the guys at the top of the board here are guys that have just stunk. But my point there is, what are you coming back from? You you stunk. Why are you comeback player of the year? Like Daniel Jones is plus 800. And that was one of Smalls' bets in our thing. I get it. I think Daniel Jones is going to have a wonderful year this year. I think Brian Dayball is a great coach for him. And I think there's a chance that he performs really well. But what the hell is he coming back from? He's not a comeback player of the year. He stunk for three years. Yeah, I'm I'm actually of the opinion it's a it's a player coming off an injury and more than likely going to be a quarterback in recent years. It's just been that's been the uh the MO. You know, you go back last year with Joe Burrow coming off ACL, Alex Smith. I mean, pff, that dude had to get the award. I mean, he had multiple leg yeah. surgeries. That thing was disgusting. Ryan Tannehill, um, I don't believe he was coming off an injury, but he had a new destination. No. Was was he? He was that, not. So that yeah, he that's he did what? He didn't have an injury, right? He just changed changed no, teams. He just he better. just went from Miami to Tennessee and took the yeah. job over from Mariota and played great. Right. Um. So that right. yeah, that that falls in the you haven't really been good category, and this is your right. first breakout season. But that's, but that's but he had to like change a, teams but, in order to do that, not be on the same team and been awful. And it's like oh wow, now you had a really good season, like. Yeah, I don't understand why Daniel Jones is actually even on the list, to be honest. Where's he coming back from? Why doesn't the NFL have a most improved award? That seems ridiculous. Yeah, right. That's like, that's essentially what they're saying. Right. You're exactly yeah. right. It should, it should be two different awards. Why don't you have comeback player of the year? Great. It goes to the injured guy who performed the best next season. And yeah. most improved. Give it to anyone who's randomly became good. I like that. Right. Um, and NFL, like, I almost think that like... Whoa. And, and like, so the other people on the list, like we haven't gone down it, but like Derrick Henry, he had a phenomenal, like he played for most of the season. He had more rushing yards than like probably over 60, 60, 70% of the NFL. Like, is he yeah. really going to be a, I mean, he's the odds on favor right now. I mean, I think you, it's a smart money to bet on him if he can stay healthy. And I don't see why he wouldn't. He's only had one injury in his career so far. Um, but I don't think he should be on the list. And then, um, you got uh, Jameis Winston, I think, makes a lot of sense because he started out and only played seven games yeah. last year towards ACL. That makes sense. Like, they were winning with him there. He got hurt. They lost. I think he makes sense, and he fits the bill of what we're describing of a player that got hurt and is a quarterback. Um, after that, though, I think it gets interesting. CMC, I think he certainly qualifies because he just can't stay healthy. So I think if he can have a redemption, a redemption season, I think he'd be a good bet. But it sounds like they're going to yeah. scale back his workload. That's what they say. I don't know but if that's actually also be the he's case. not going to, but he's not going to stay healthy. So but, well, he's out for me. <laughs> right? Yeah, you, you can't trust that. Definitely can't trust that. Michael Thomas, Daniel, the next one after after Daniel Jones. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so Michael Thomas, obviously, a lot of injuries coming back. But if Jameis Winston is going to have a good season, a lot of it's probably going to go to Michael Thomas, and who's more likely right. to win the award, Jameis Winston or Michael Thomas? Jameis Winston. So if you're going to bet yeah. on that. Just do James Winston. Baker, Baker <laughs> changed teams. So that James team. It kind of makes that he has that going for him. It does kind of make sense. Um, but the other part is like you generally have to have a good story or some sort of good relationship with the media and <laughs> everyone in the That's media not hates Baker. Baker Mayfield. So <laughs> I, I that probably wouldn't be my favorite bet. He does fit the bill a little bit. Trubisky changed teams, does a little bit. I don't think he's gonna be the quarterback all year, so he's out for me. Deshaun Watson, yeah, the the writers are not voting for Deshaun Watson's hell no. Here. Get the get the <laughs> fuck out of here. If I could fade the crap out of that bet, I would. That's so stupid that it's a plus. It's actually dumb that they even crazy. offered it. To be honest, like who I know. the hell would ever. 
<laughs> this guy, this guy overcame such adversity to win this award. Get oh my! <laughs> he got out of thirty lawsuits. Yay! <laughs> congrats yeah. on the congrats on being able to pay great lawyers. Here's an award. Uh, oh my god! Chase, Chase Young plus fourteen hundred. I don't think the defensive guy is winning this unless he comes out no. and has like a TJ Watt season, wins like defensive yeah. player of the year. Probably not having J.K. Dobbins. No, I, I'm generally just not going to do a, time a running share. back here. It's a timeshare. I'm not, not going to do running back. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how you can expect J.K. I mean, he could have a good season, but like, I don't know, just the Ravens and that you have Lamar Jackson as the the rush, the real rush, rush, rusher in that offense. So, um, yeah, I can't trust that one either. Mariota, obviously, I'm going to nuke that bet. But this, there's no <laughs> chance it comes home, but obviously, I'm going to bet it. Why, why am I not? I mean, his case is very similar to that Tannehill case. It's like, he sat yeah. as a backup, changed teams. If he has a really good season and proves, you know, you know, if he rushes for like a thousand yards, okay, maybe. It's not out of the realm of possibility, but he probably wouldn't be my favorite quarterback to bet on. But no, he, he does fit a mold to win. Cam Akers, he came back at the end of last season, so he's not winning. Allen Robinson, Allen Robinson is a really interesting one. If we're going to go off the board from quarterback, the fact that he was so bad. And he's going to go to the Rams, high-profile market. Everybody's going to be watching his games. He's going to slide into that Odell Beckham outside role. Teams are going to change their coverages towards Cooper Cup. I think you and I both believe that Allen Robinson could be a fantasy stud this year. If he has, you know, 1,300 yards and 10 touchdowns, I could totally see this being a path for him to win the award this year. Yeah, I think that that's probably the best value on the board of the people that we talked about, mainly because... Um, you know, wide receiver hasn't won since uh, Keenan Allen in 2017. Before that, it was Jordy Nelson. With that offense and, you know, expecting Cooper Cup to re replicate what he did last year, I, I think Allen Robinson actually steps in probably the best role of anyone changing teams, not yeah. not being a quarterback. So, you know, if this is the bet. And for how far down he is on the board, like that's the one I would grab. That's That's the value pick. The other ones that kind of strike me down the board, Juju plus 2,500, maybe if he has a massive season with Kansas City, but he's not really, I wouldn't say that he's really coming back. He doesn't have a great story, right? No, like I mean, his just, stories usually generate or usually around like TikTok and stuff. TikTok. Like, <laughs> he's that, nah, nah. Uh, Godwin, if he comes back and has a massive season, maybe I could see that. Uh, Trey Lance is on the list. I don't know what he's coming back from, but cool. Plus 5,000. <laughs> Uh, the, the last one on the list that makes any sort of sense to me, I don't think Odell's going to be back in time for him to really have an impact on this award, but no. Robert Woods is the number one wide receiver in Tennessee plus 5,000 coming off of his injuries. Great story. I think that everybody in the universe was felt terrible that he couldn't play. You know, obviously a very well-respected player blocks his ass off. I think he's got a really nice story in, in Tennessee. It's just a matter of, you know, how involved is he going to be and how healthy is he going to be? But at plus 5,000, which is the longest odds offered uh, on DraftKings here, uh, I don't hate that as kind of a, a flyer. Yeah, he's torn his knee, up, his knee up before, and he came back with uh, with a vengeance. So, you know, I think the age is the one thing that I have concerns about with, with Robert Woods. But uh, I agree with you. He should step into a, a large target share with A.J. Brown now out of there. And them right now starting Traylon Burks, he's, he's their top guy and. He hasn't. I, I believe the reports that I've read so far haven't been um, haven't been the best for him. So you know, I think Robert Woods, as a veteran wide receiver who can play the slot or outside, certainly could be uh, good value too. All right, uh, 
offensive rookie and defensive rookie of the year, any guys that you're looking to target on here, I'll give mine off the top. Jalen Tolbert, plus 2,000, offensive rookie of the year, wide receiver for the Cowboys, going to start from day one. Don't know when Michael Gallup's going to come back. Cowboys should, if they're smart, lean into the passing game more with Dak Prescott in his second year off the ankle injury. No Amari Cooper. We know CeeDee Lamb's going to be great, but Tolbert has going to fit into the second slot really, really nicely. And guy that can have, you know, 1,100, 1,200 yards as a rookie, uh, I think Tolbert's an absolute smash spot at plus 2,000. Yeah, the only person that I like more than Jalen Tolbert is Chris Alave at plus 1,200, only because I still have doubts on the, the status of Michael Thomas. Haven't yeah. heard much. He's still recovering from that ankle injury. Don't know if he's going to be 100%. If Jameis Winston is ready to go and he's the top receiver there, Jarvis Landry will also be competing for targets, but I think Chris Alave um, does step into a nice little situation there with a quarterback like Jameis that, you know, in the last season, just due to the lack of weapons on the outside was being more conservative with the, with the passing offense. But I think they're going to, they're going to open that up a little bit more now that they have potentially uh, three really good wide receivers there. So I like Chris Alave, Brees Hall can't ignore, ignore him. Uh, I think he's just going to step into a, a, a workhorse like role with the jets. The jets will probably be improved on offense. Their offensive line is, is much better um zach wilson should take a the milf hunter should take a step up in year two um and they have a really explosive offense like i mean four wide receivers that can certainly uh be be of value so i think that's just only going to open up um rushing lanes for Brees hall they're not gonna be able to stack the box at all so i think he could actually have a really good season at plus 750 um one other dark horse i'm gonna throw out there damian pierce at plus 2000 i think he's going to emerge as the houston texans running back um, you know, he's competing against the likes of Marlon Mack, Rex, Rex Burkhead. Um, yeah, I, I just think he's going to end up winning out here. Just he's the young back. Uh, they, they got him at a good, good, decent draft pick um, in terms of um, capital. So when they get him in like the four, fifth round, I think it was. So, you know, I think that he's he can easily beat out two guys that are one's coming off an injury, serious injury and Achilles injury. And the other one that's just old and just old at this point so they got i think this is going to be the new young regime for the uh the Houston Texans here with davis mills uh damian pierce and then also uh you know you got a couple of rookies out there along with brandon cook so i think they're going to be this offense is going to be much better than it was last year uh two guys way down the board that i would put like 20 dollars on just to have fun but i think kind of fit a mold of guys some guy who could break out uh tyler algier God. plus five thousand as the atlanta ran uh, you love Falcons these Falcons, bro. You love these Falcons. I'm, look, if 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 Cordero <laughs> Patterson is going to play more at wide receiver, there's no other running back really in Atlanta that's going to have no, an impact isn't. the way that Algier could. So right. if we're looking at a guy who could potentially get 200-plus carries and put up 1,000 yards and 10 touchdowns, I don't think he's a particularly outstanding player, but he's going to have the role and responsibilities potentially – where you put him into a where he's you know plus five thousand he's way undervalued at that point. The other yeah, one I'd be concerned about going to be a guy a little bit with him, but yeah, I, I get what you're, yeah, I get what you're saying. That's it's about true. the opportunity they could get. Uh, the other one, and this kind of it would have to be in like the Anquan Bolden mode, and I don't know if there's enough target share there. It may require an injury, but I loved Khalil Shakir coming out of Boise State. Obviously, we know that the Bills are going to pass the shit out of the ball. Uh, yeah. Jamison Crowder. Good slot receiver, but also old. We don't know if he's going to be healthy. He hasn't been healthy the last couple of years. Gabe Davis, we all expect to have this massive breakout season. We'll see. I love Gabe Davis, but 
I don't know yet. Stefan Diggs, obviously, is going to be Stefan Diggs. So it probably require an injury from one of those two. But right. if one of them goes down, Shakir can definitely fill in. I just think that the target at plus 10,000, it may be more my own justification on the player rather than a good bet. But I do think, given the fact that how much they're going to pass the ball, if one of those wide receivers goes down, I think he could be an absolute smash at uh, plus 10,000 here. Yeah, I think that many of these players that are listed on here, especially the running backs, I think are the ones that are injury away type guys like Ken Walker, the third. I think he's yeah. interesting because Rashad Penny can never stay healthy. He could jump into a role and, you know, it's really about the opportunity and production here for this award here. Uh, you know, I think it's easy to just label it a quarterback award uh, for those that, but there's no starting quarterbacks that are really going to jump in there that, you know, unless Kenny Pickett starts at day one, like I think he'd probably be yeah. run away with the award just by the sheer opportunity of it. But um, Brees Hall, third down, th th three down back, I think makes sense. But James Cook, if Devin Singletary goes down, he's another guy that could step in there and potentially be a a uh, runaway with this award as well, just given the offense that they're in and the opportunity that he would have playing alongside Josh Allen and the others. Do you think that there's any uh, guy on the defensive rookie this uh Sorry, defensive rookie of the year. Is there any particular guy that you are targeting in that market? Uh, I have two. One of them is the favorite. I think that Thibodeau comes. That Martindale defense is perfect for him. I think, and the sack totals are going to be eye popping. And you're in New York, like just the narrative around that probably makes a lot of sense. He's going to get a lot more publicity, especially with his mouth, than Aiden Hutchinson is going to get playing Detroit. So Thibodeau makes a lot of sense. To me, at plus five fifty, but the other guy down the board that I really like is Kyrie Elam. Just going to be playing on such a good team. He's going to have such a big role. Uh, plus two thousand for Elam to win uh, Rookie of the Year. But weird for cornerback because you kind of have to fill up the stat sheet, and I don't know if he can do that. Uh, so maybe this is more of a defensive line type of uh, winner this year. Yeah, I feel like it's going to come from the defensive line. Um... You know, Thibodeau is interesting to me because the NFC, the NFC East certainly has some opportunity for him to rack up some stats there, um, except against the Eagles. I think everyone else's line is pretty suspect. So um, Trayvon Walker is also kind of interesting to me because if we're expecting the Jaguars to take that leap, um, I think a certain, yeah. I think he's certainly going to be a part of that leap um, because they're going to have to play that defense and. Um, they already have uh, exceptional edge rushers. So if you add another one in there, I think he could get to the quarterback. Uh, if he, he can get anywhere close to 10 sacks, I think he, he's probably a good bet for the award. Um, I want to, I want to bet on a cornerback, but I mean, it's going to have to take like, you know, five or six, seven interceptions for them to outpace a DN that can get 10 sacks. Um, it's just typically not a cornerback award. Um, but I, I do like the edge rushers. Um, so Kevon Thibodeau, Aiden Hutchinson, I don't, I don't really see it. I think I like Thibodeau's situation a little bit better um, just because he can he can shine a little bit more because the Detroit defense was actually already okay last year. So, you know, just, just getting another guy. I don't know if, if you think Aiden's going to be that guy, but uh, I think Thibodeau's going to have more success in year one. Um, yeah, I don't really – I'm not really strong on a lot of these guys here. I, I kind of got to see how this shakes out, especially in training camp, and see who's winning matchups, who can't be stopped, you know, in double teams – who's picking off the quarterbacks in a really good offense, you know, those types of things. So um, I'm, I'm probably going to make this bet closer to the preseason. All right. I think we're going to save the 
full player prop list for the next podcast, but I want to run through. All right, I'm going to give small some shit about what, she, what her picks. <laughs> uh, no, you know, actually most of them were good. Uh, but NFL ones, there were a couple of college ones in here. So I'm going to pass those, but NFL ones that she made Rams to win the NFC plus 500. How do we feel about that? That's fine. I'm good with that. Kayvon rookie of the year. We just talked about plus 550. We love that pick. Great job. Smalls on that one. Drake London, offensive rookie of the year, saying on the Falcons theme, plus 750. You you like that. <laughs> don't hate Actually, it. I don't know if, don't I don't know if you're it. a fan. of You can't be a fan of Drake London. He's a USC guy. But also, it just falls into the, if you think that Mariota could be comeback player of the year and Algier is going to be offensive rookie of the year, like Drake London's probably going to be doing something. Arthur Smith, coach of the year? <laughs> Falcons, to, Falcons to make the playoffs? I see the correlation you never knew that you would hear on this podcast right there. Oh my God. We're so into it. I love it. Uh, Vikings to win the NFC North plus 265. Love that. Great job on that one. That's the best one right there. Yeah. Comeback player of the year, Daniel Jones. She got plus a thousand. We we talked about it earlier. We don't like that, but she is a Giants freak. So we got it. It made total sense. We got it. Handing over the reins to her to do the draft. I knew that we would get a Giants one in there. We got two, but I liked one of them. Uh, <laughs> Alboy win the NFC plus 750. I thought this was her worst pick. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't I like don't the Cowboys. It. Yeah, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not a fan of the Cowboys this year. I, I think that they'll be fine. They'll make the playoffs, but to win NFC East, I think that their team is not built enough um, on both sides of the ball to be able to do that. Kirk Cousins over 42 and a uh, 4,200.5 passing yards. I think we both really like that one, too. Smash that. Yeah. And then Chargers to win the AFC West, plus 220. Man, that's a tough division, man. I, I, I'm i not mad at the bet. You know, I, I think it's it's certainly yeah, – um, I'm not mad at the bet. I'm not bad. It's good. I, I also think that she might have snuck that one in for me because she knows how I feel about Herbert. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I actually – I think – Looking back, once again, I think that she did a really, really nice job. The only two that stand out to me is like, no, I, I wouldn't have bet that was Cowboys to win the NFC and DJ comeback player of the year. Watch that DJ one come through, though. It's going to be super spicy. She's going to be yelling at me about it all year. This is going to be like, DJ's comeback player of the year. Here it comes. But I'm still confused. I'm just confused about the criteria. Like, I, I need, we need exactly. to write a, a note to the NFL. Like, what is what what did he, what is he overcoming? <laughs> Horrible yeah, offensive know. line play for year for his entire rookie, yeah, I rookie guess so. uh, contract, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Sorry for not giving you Saquon from... Barkley. <laughs> You're coming back from being dealt the players that Dave Gettleman gave you? Okay. I mean, <laughs> I can make that point. That's fine. Yep. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. So we're going to do season-long player props next time. I already told you the Brady one. I got a lot more. Uh, all right. So that does it for this episode of Gambling with Gold. This will be out on YouTube shortly and cut up into some nice bits for social media. Dan, until we talk next, good luck with all your bets. Can't wait to join Circa Contest with you. Maybe get a little spicy this season. And coming August 1st, I believe that we're going to start our divisional previews like we did last year. Uh, Those will run through until the start of the NFL regular season on September 8th. That's it. We'll talk to you guys soon. See ya. Peace.